Hello and a very warm welcome from wherever you are. Coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. And the program is New Life Program with me, Monica Kamokwa. Do stay tuned for a great show. Thank you for listening and staying tuned today on Family Life. Lydia Achieng joins us to tell us more on If Walls Could Talk. Thereafter, Sister Becky will be coming in in the Bible segment. But before we do that, let's first get the song Come E Disconsolate by Faith for Today Quartet. Sit tight and enjoy. Dear listener, that was Kami Disconsolate by Faith for Today Quartet. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. 
And now on Family Life, Lydia Acheng joins us with more on If Walls Could Talk. Do stay tuned. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to today's Family Life program. I'm your presenter, Lydia Aching. Today we'll talk about if walls could talk. If our walls could talk, they sure would have a lot to say. Have you ever thought about that? What do you think they'd say? Oh, we are not talking about the private moments between husband and wife, where certain things should be kept private between them and God. We're talking overall, what would they say? The Bible says in Proverbs 24 verse 3 to 4 by wisdom a house is built and through understanding it is established through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures so is your home being built through understanding and gaining knowledge of the ways of the Lord the principles of loving each other are the principles of living written throughout the Bible if the walls of your home could talk What would they say about how you personally conduct yourself within your marriage relationship? You can't control your spouse. You can suggest, talk about, hope and pray that your spouse will act in a manner worthy of the Lord's calling for how he or she treats you as his or her partner in life. But you can't make your spouse live by God's standards for living. So our message is addressed to you personally. The Bible says If it is possible as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone and that includes your spouse the question that we place before you as well as we place it before ourselves is if the walls in your home could talk as far as it depends upon you what would they say if the walls of your home could talk would they speak of your faithfulness in your marital relationship the bible says Drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Even if your spouse is unfaithful, it doesn't give you the right to be unfaithful in how you conduct your life. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. If the walls of your home could talk, would they say that you build up and encourage your spouse? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1, the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands the foolish tears hers down. Don't allow your words and attitudes to tear down the spirit of those who dwell within your home. and that goes for men as well as for women do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful and building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you that's in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 to 32 Jesus said a household divided against itself will not stand are you a builder or a destroyer 
If the walls of your house could talk, would they testify that Jesus is Lord of your life and that you bring strength into your home? Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. Psalms 127 verse 1. If the walls of your home could talk, would they say you are a quarrelsome person, picking ungodly arguments in the way you act out what's bothering you? Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Proverbs 25 verse 24. And that doesn't let men off the hook in this type of situation. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. James chapter 1 verse 26. And in Matthew chapter 12 verse 37 it says, But I tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. If the walls of your home could talk, would they say that the Lord dwells within them, and that your life is a window in which others can clearly see the love of Christ displayed? Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? You show that you are a letter from Christ, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not of tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus said in John 13, verse 35, By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. If the walls of your home could talk, would they testify that there is at least one person who lives within your home that is pressing forward to live faithfully, communicating the gospel with and without words? Are you a light to your spouse, your children, your neighbors, and everyone who comes in contact with you? Do you learn from your mistakes and do you confess to God and those you offend, asking for forgiveness and working with God to stop this behavior? Are you living an authentic life in Christ? We are asking you these questions to both challenge and urge you to consider your personal walk with the Lord and your walk within your home, which should be consistent in how your faith is lived out. These are questions we ask ourselves and pray the Lord will help all of us to live faithfully to the end of our lives here on earth. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 verse 46 to 48, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. That is our prayer for all of us that we will build our marriages, our homes, and our lives on the strong foundation set forth through Jesus Christ. This material was provided by Marriage Missions International. Until next time, God bless you. those of you who are just joining us, this is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamokwa, coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. 
If you wish to drop your views, comments, or questions about the show, you can do so through the producer Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at let me go I rest my weary soul in thee I give thee back the life I owe that in thine ocean's depths its flow may richer Thank you for staying tuned. Right about now, Sister Becky Arunga joins us for the Bible segment. She'll be talking about cast down but unconquered. Be blessed. The word of the Lord is a sure guide unto us, and day by day he reminds us of that which we ought to do. Surely no other place can we find counsel but the word of God. I am Becky Arunga. I invite you together with me that we may study and know the will of God in our life. For surely his word is a lamp and his command is a guide. Let us pray. Lord, in the beauty of your holiness we have come to praise and adore you. That is our desire. Day by day we seek your face, though little our strength be. For we know that in you there is fullness of joy, and in your tabernacles there is strength. Now give us your spirit to teach us that we may do that which pleases you all the days of our life. This, Lord, is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, the Lord invites us to a higher and greater ideal. 
not because we are any good, but because he has seen something in us that he can use for our sake and for the sake of the gospel. God, our creator, made us, he fashioned us from clay and gave us the breath of life that we may live. Sin came into the world and distorted the image of God in us. Even so, God was not yet through with us. He opened the way of salvation, the path of restoration. In the way of the cross, we are able to decipher what God intends for mankind. We are able to understand the things of God and how the kingdom of God works, even as we are transformed. But sometimes we look at ourselves and wonder, what is the good in us? What can come out of us? What can come out of me as a person? What can come out of me as an individual? What is the best thing in me? And sometimes on account of how people around us have treated us, we wonder how it is. But this day God has a message. He has a message to us as he did have it to the church of Corinth, a church that faced a lot of problems, a church that was going down in apostasy, a church that was lost in sin. But the word of God that is able to quicken and awaken from the dead, spoken to this church, was able to revive it. And the church of Corinth was able to live up the standard that God desires. And so this day, God is reminding us, it matters not what the world perceives of you. In you who are in Christ Jesus is a treasure, a treasure that the heavenly beings desire or marvel as they look at because they do not understand or they do not comprehend how the Son of God left his throne in heaven to die for you and I who are lost in sin. Now the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, and the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Essentially what this means is that the treasure of God, Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom, is in us, mankind, yet we are but vessels of clay. Yet we are cumbered by many things. Yet we are mortal. Yet we are finite. So it simply means that because we have the propensity to do evil, we have the propensity to do sin, the tendency to depart from the precepts of God, God is reminding us and is saying, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that it is important that we remain so, so that none of us may boast that it is on account of his good works that the beautiful things in life are happening. We have that treasure in earthen vessels that we may understand that God is still the one who holds us in the palm of his hands. Just like an earthen vessel is held by the potter so that it does not fall down. Just like the potter holds it and fashions it in the image that he desires. Just as the potter handles it with care, so it is with us that we may know we are wholesomely dependent on the potter who is God. Further to that, verse 8 says, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, 
but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying about in the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ and the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body beloved our god is the god of all comfort our god desires that we may have hope for we have hope having received and obtained mercy from god thereto god is saying we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed i know you must be going through a difficult situation and you're thinking if nothing comes out true for you you are gone but god is reminding us that you have a treasure in an earthen vessel though you are hard pressed you are not yet crushed because god lives jesus lives and that is his way of fashioning you and making you to conform to the life of jesus it says you are hard pressed but not crushed beloved as long as you live there is hope god is still on his throne had pressed by a disease look unto jesus had pressed by a financial breakdown look unto god who is the owner of silver and gold had pressed by family situations look unto jesus he is the restorer of broken hearts look unto jesus he is the great physician if you are fighting an academic situation he is the divine teacher the owner of wisdom understanding and knowledge he adds we are perplexed but not in despair the situations the signs of the times are all happening around us nations are angry parents and children are turning against their parents the love of many has waxed cold mankind no longer no longer cares and apostasy has found itself even in the church but amidst all this perplexity the lord lives and he says we are perplexed but not in despair why because we know whom we have believed in and he is able to keep that promise until the day of his coming father god says persecuted but not forsaken all they that trust in god shall be persecuted and i know that maybe where you are you are facing persecution if not from a friend from family from the church from the state from your employer many other places but remember in your persecution you are not forsaken jesus said all power has been given unto him he asked you to teach people to become disciples and the promise is he is with you even unto the end of the age so even though you are persecuted beloved you are not forsaken the lord lives struck down but not destroyed someone may strike you but he cannot destroy you because god is the source of life it is only taken when he says so our redeemer lives beloved one thing stands out despite the hardships of life despite the many things that happen as the people of god we are always carrying about in the body the dying of the lord jesus and the life of jesus also may be made manifest he went through all that for you and i our lord lives we shall live for we trust in him i pray this day i remain acknowledge the living savior that you may see his goodness 
his mercies and his love. Let us pray. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, you have heard your people, you have seen them. You know the desires of the heart of my dear listener. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that away from the cares of this world, someone has found a place of quiet rest to meditate upon your word. Lord, you who does not change, may you do them good. I pray that you may grant the desires of their heart. Chiefly, may you give them the strength and the ability to make a decision for you, to surrender their lives to you. For you, our Savior, lives. Glory and honor be to your name, Lord. Keep us safe till we meet in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, it's been a blessing. I invite you to invite Jesus in your life. For he lives. He is the living Savior. Till next time, be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Don't forget to send us your views, suggestions, or questions about the show through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at hope. Until we meet right here, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. Stay blessed.
Love.